When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Coast to Coast. Uh, I'm I'm one of the hosts. I'm Little Two K. This is Beyond Seven One Six. Um, Brian, how we doing, man? Doing very well. I mean, you know, another big win last week, and we're on to the showdown this weekend. How how are things with you? Yeah, we 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 experienced uh pretty. Good man, pretty good. Uh, can't complain. Um, we are experiencing some technical difficulties. There is something going on with the uh, with the connection here on my side. It, it, it's it's a little wonky, right? There we go. Uh, yeah, like this is some something's up with the connection. Um. We're gonna try to power this and uh keep it moving, man. Um Absolutely. We we got it with yeah, we'll this. Is, it this down. is wild. But anyway. 
All right. Uh, hey, uh, uh, this is Fans Week, man. This is a big game. It is. We're playing the game. Um, you, you know what yeah. else it is? Too uh, little? I want to get. I want to get started. You know, no through. Yeah, this is wow. wow. This is really, really like. I'm trying to figure out a okay. way that I can mitigate this. Sure thing. Uh, you want me to roll roll along for a bit, just for a second, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll go come through. Yeah, yeah, because this is this is bad. But before before I get into that, before we do that, um, before we do anything else, real quick. I want to definitely shout out the guests that we got today. We got the Dolphins mob in here. Uh, and we also have a former NFL wide receiver, Dr. Uh, Reginald Brown. Um, he's a big Excellent. Dolphins fan as well. So, you know, we're looking forward to chopping it up with these gentlemen today. Um, Absolutely. I, I've been looking forward to doing this show for a while now. Uh, the Dolphins are a really, really good team. The Buffalo Bills are a really good team. So this uh, this Sunday, man, it's going to be a really, 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 really good matchup. And we're looking forward to it. So um, without further ado, I'm going to bring on Dolphins Mob right now. We got my man Tony and Mo coming to the stage. Hey, Tony. What's up? What's, hey, what's up, y'all? What's, what's going on? What's going on, boys? What's going on? Yeah, what's up, what's up, thanks, man? Thanks for coming on, guys. I appreciate we really yeah, man. Good. appreciate y'all for having us, man. Trying to get the lights there. there. Going. So what's going on, there fellas? Go. How y'all doing? Doing good. I mean, no, we're, we're halfway course, through the course, week. Course. The showdown loops. No way. How are we feeling so far? <clears throat> yeah, this, this. Your connection's wow, bad. We're all right. So good, man. Listen, I'm having some technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad on my side, bro. Is it? Is uh, it I don't want to end this week? and oh, then restart it, but that might be the best way to get this going. Can y'all hang out for about ten minutes? Sure, Give bro. me like five minutes. Y'all hang out. Sure. Uh, it's fine, the, brother. We good, I'm, bro. I'm gonna drop off I and get, then I'm gonna come I, back. Hey, I got you, brother. I, I get it. Okay, get you. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get you. we got you, man. Yeah, I said sometimes we gotta reset. I'm it's y'all first loss in seven seasons. I get it, bro. You don't, you're not used to this. I got you. Oh. <laughs> I understand. Oh, with him. No problem. Shots fired. Look, he's stuck in the matrix, bro. You can't. He can't say nothing right now. But it's okay. He's gonna cook okay. us when he comes back. Oh, it's okay. Believe me, he's he's cooking it up. So, so what's going on, guys? So. Oh man, not man. Just hanging out, man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the game, man. I can't wait. Listen. You know, it's funny. One of my best friends is a big Dolphin fan, right? He's been a Dolphin fan. I'm almost 50. He's like in his 50s. And we were talking about historically the Bills-Dolphins rivalry, right? We go back to the 90s when it was hot, you know, Kelly Marino. I feel like we're at that time again, right? I mean, how do you feel on your side? I, I can't imagine it's nothing but elation right now. I mean, you guys are storming out of the gate, taking the league by storm. So just give me your overall thoughts of where you are with the Dolphins right at this moment. I'll let Tony go. Go ahead, Tony, man. 
Good, you well, got it. it. It feels good to finally feel like we we're in that little that category with the upper echelon teams. You know what I mean? Teams that have aspirations of getting to the playoffs and also, you know, what I'm saying possibly the Super Bowl. So it's a little different, you know. We had a rough couple of years, you know. What I'm saying everybody already know we don't got to go back that far. But it feels I, I'll be I'll be honest with you, it feels different this year. This year feels a little mm-hmm. bit different. I'm, I'm I have a little bit more confidence. Last year was more nervous. Let's see how they pan out. Let's see how they work together. See if they could, you know what I'm saying, come um, yep. build some camaraderie, stuff like that. But this year, man, it's more excitement. I can't wait. This one is the big one for me. That's why I had to go see this one live and in person. I couldn't watch this one on TV. Oh, uh, wanted- you're going to, that's great. Right, yeah, so- yeah, I had to go see this one. I'm not even going right. to lie. I was waiting and, on the yeah. Bills weekend. You know, any of my fellow mafia that's here, uh, that's going. Just make sure you take care of Tony, okay? Be good to him up there. So we we want we want yeah, to get some Alex good feedback. Take the trip. So yeah, I'm not gonna be able to make it up there, man. So it's it is what it is, man. But next time. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited, dude. I uh, it was awesome to be there this weekend to see us put up seventy. Like you would never expect that ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can you imagine, bro, being at a game live at a Buffalo game? And you guys are just pouring it on like that, like, bro. It's 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 wild. Um, you know, I came home. You know I didn't that. have a voice, bro. I didn't have a voice till like Monday afternoon. Like wow. it was crazy. Yeah. It was wild, bro. To see that live, like, you know, it was great. It's funny. Now. As a Bills fan, I'm, I'm watching our game. Right, I'm focused in talking to my father about the Bills. He's a Bills fan. And then I go to my phone. I'm like, whoa. Did I just see 70? <laughs> I mean, you guys just lay 70 on the Broncos. And then I, and then, yeah, the app has the total yards, 735 total yards. I mean, this isn't like the University of Miami playing like uh, Buffoon Cookman or something, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is wow. this is a professional football team Actually, two playing professionals. 735 yards and 70 points. Listen, I know the Broncos have been bad, but I don't care what team it is. Um, it, it definitely, you've definitely opened up. The eyes. I mean, I've had your, I've had my eye on you guys all year. I mean, all off season. We know about last year with two, you know, with the injuries, and you guys were eight and three, and and you were right on hot on our tail. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I mean, I, I expect this to be like a playoff atmosphere. Do you? Uh, one definitely. question I wanted to ask you. One Most question I wanted definitely. to ask you both, and and this maybe can be answered after the game, right? My buddy said he kind of loves the fact they scored seventy last week. But he also feels scared about it because it sets such a high bar, right? You guys, it, yeah. You, you nah. know what I mean? Do you guys feel anything like that at all as a fan? Do you, do you or do you think, nah, it's just so much fun? I'm loving it. And, no. um, go ahead, Tony. I'll, I'll let you go first and I'll answer next. Yeah, no, I don't feel the pressure. I, I just feel like they went out and did what they had. I mean, at the, towards the tail end of it, they were really just doing toss sweeps to mm-hmm. score. So it's not like they was doing, I could see if they were doing all kind of gadgets or, Expose some special plays or something like it was real simple, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So the fact that they yeah. did it on simple plays, it's not. I'm not worried about that. They didn't have to show nothing extra. They didn't have to do X. You know, it wasn't a tight game to where we had to pull out our bag of tricks or certain plays that we was trying to hold on for later mm-hmm. down the line. So that's why I'm not. I'm not really nervous about it or nothing like that. I'm quite sure mm-hmm. they had something that they were saving for Buffalo. So oh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like they had to expose that or nothing like that. So I'm good with it. True. Yeah, I believe um, – listen, bro. The way – at the end of the day is, the way I look at it is, last year we went 2-1 and one against you guys. I mean, 1-2 uh, and two against you guys. All right? This year it's a whole new year. No excuses. Mm-hmm. 
it's probably we're probably gonna end up playing each other three times again this year probably i think it's a good possibility so yes, yes. listen there's a whole new year i've been saying my mantra the whole year has been no excuses last mm-hmm. year we had our ups and downs roller coasters we had the injuries it was a rough season we went we started off high and then went low mm-hmm. and then we got mm-hmm. into the playoffs and then it was, was like the, the the playoff game first of all i was went in there with no expectations but watching it live, it was like, bro, we can actually pull this off. If we actually play right, if we're looking for key situations, and we I can name them, the Waddle drop passes, the Tyreek drop passes, the, the, the situational play calling that was coming in late or whatever it may be because of the quarterback. But this year is no excuses. So yep. we got a game. Yep. We, can talk, we can talk all our crap now. We can have our fun mm-hmm. going at each other, trolling each other. But – Sunday, we got a game to play, and we'll find out yep. who, who's who. You know, guys, as an outside observer of the Dolphins, right? And listen, we're rivals, but I try to look at everything very objective, right? One of the problems that both of our teams have had over the whole Brady era is that we were never stable, right? We never had stability in our in our organization. This is year two of Mike McDaniel, right? You got your coaching staff in place. You bring in Nick Bangio, right? Like, I feel like the Dolphins – they remind me of us in 2019 and 2020 when we stepped out one started winning 13 games, right? We made a big leap. Like, I feel like you guys are right on that, that doorstep right now. Right. And I just think that's one of the biggest keys both of our teams have missed. And, and now we're both coming in uh, with this. The, the thing that's popping out to me about the Dolphins is the running game. I mean, I, I fully, you know, you know, you know, two is going to eat, you, you know, I mean, Tyreek Hills is just, he's the biggest weapon in the game. You know, Jalen Waddle's incredible, but tell us about the running game and what you guys are seeing because that's the shocking part to me is I expect you guys to run better, but I'm looking at the, the numbers are jaw-dropping. So if you can get into that with us a little bit. I'll be honest with you. You want to go first, Mo, on this one or you want me to go? All right. Um, I just want to be honest with you. The running game, I expected us to have a decent running game, not mm-hmm. to the extent that it's been. Like the first game, the running game wasn't really there. You know what I'm saying? The first game, it was like a shootout where Tua had to put the team on his back and he had to just basically outduel Josh compared to the, you know, what what the thing is, what they were doing, now let's be honest, what they were doing, they did like how you guys did us last year in Miami, mm-hmm. controlling the ball, keeping us off the field, trying to, you know, keep the ball out of our hands. The problem was we were just being so efficient, it, it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was the first game. The second game, if you really look at it, we went 30 for 30, bro. 30 passes, 30 runs. You know what I'm saying? Two mm-hmm. ahead. I, I, I can't remember the yard. I think it was, what was it? Two, two, 259. 259. Mm-hmm. And then we averaged, I think it was like 155 overall, overall rushing mm-hmm. that game. So mm-hmm. that was a complete balance attack. And that shows you two of can, can do the efficient aspect of it. And then last week was just like a fireworks show. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, no matter what we did, pass or run, Simple toss plays with motion mixed up into it where these boys are just taken into the house. Or two are dropping back, having time, having like three seconds and be able to rip it, you know what I'm saying, or across with Tyreek. Or whatever it may happen, like whatever it was this week, it happened. Like it was weird. So that's, you know, I, I'm happy that I was there for witness, you know, history, but it's one game. We got another game to play and we'll see what happens next week. We're going we're gonna to find out. I'm really interested. And first of all, I, I know you complimented a running game. I'm going to say James Cook, he's been looking nice. I'm not, 
Don't think mm-hmm. I haven't been paying attention. I seen James like, yo, he he's nice. I think and Murray's like, been doing like pretty third decent third overall, too. Right, Mo? Is he like huh? third overall yep. in yardage? Yeah. James, James yeah. Cook is I mean, right. Both of our both of our teams surprisingly are cooking, no pun intended, mm-hmm. on the ground, right? So yeah. hey, Whittle, you back with us. Are you good? I just want to make sure Whittle's okay with his oh, team. He, he dropped out. So, he dropped um, out again. We'll, we'll get him back. So Yeah, we'll get him back. Just ask your question, Absolutely. Dion. My, I'm more surprised, sure. I'm be honest with you, how great our O-line is playing. Like, that was the, the whole thing all, all, all season. Everybody was worried about the O-line. How will we mm-hmm. – we were looking to improve people, bring people in. You know what I mean? That was the biggest concern the whole offseason. And, bro, mm-hmm. at, to this point, they, like, top – what, top three now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In O-line playing? I mean, both – you know what I mean? Um, Isaiah Wynn been great, bro. On that, on that, that left side, like, bro, mm-hmm. he's been a great addition, right? They'll put him in the left, the, the clip, that left guard. Um, of course, you know, T said, um, Connor, mm-hmm. even though, um, Connor was, even though he have the little snap issues, but blocking, mm-hmm. he's, he's top three. And and, and, and we found, and we found our swing tackle, bro. We found we our swing tackle, Lamb, Lamb. You know what I mean? That's so we that, found that, that, yeah. That's what I I, I would. Say what mostly surprised me about our run game is how our old line is playing so good and so efficient. I wasn't expecting that. I thought we were going to have problems at right tackle and and left guard, and they they proved me wrong. So that's the biggest surprise, and I'm I'm happy to see that they're actually um, working together and 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 showing some consistency. Two games in a row. Yep. You know what I mean? So absolutely. I mean, that's you know something that's both of our teams had big question marks going into the season. And it's amazing the parallels how we're both getting surprisingly, surprisingly, very high results from our offensive line so far. So, mm-hmm. Whittle, are you back with us now? I want to see if you if you're okay. you look like you're back. On my phone, bro. It's something going on with my uh with my connection, but I, I'm yep. I'm gonna deal with you, that in the morning. We'll you know we'll make a couple make a couple phone calls that should have already been made, but you know. We yeah, I know how it's all right, bro. It's cool, bro. I'm a line for him, bro. It's, it is what it is, bro. Hey, hey, uh, what, I, don't yeah. know, I, I don't know if you heard me. I was like, I know, I know it's new to you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all first lost to the Dolphins in seven seasons. So I understand, bro. You, you're not used to this. You've been in position, you know what I oh. mean? Oh, no, no, I'm not prepared. <laughs> hey, brother, I'm not prepared for that. Um, not, <laughs> I, I had a couple of graphics that I wanted to bring yeah, out. I was just and, slinging back and forth already. I love it. Oh, I, wanted, I wanted to bring a couple graphics out, man, and kind of uh get some things uh understood here. But yeah, I, I just wanted to say, man, like, um, you know, we have uh both, we both have really, really good offenses this year. Um, you guys are ranked. No, I clearly number one put seventy up on uh, on yeah. Denver. I mean, seventy points over seven hundred yards. Um, what else? What else did you guys do to them? Oh, like three hundred. We broke. We broke. We broke like thirteen records, bro. It was literally thirteen records that we yeah, broke. It was wild. They could have broken the all-time record, right? But yeah, dude. Do you guys see the, the Tyreek situation? Tyreek. Tyreek basically said the captain said. Let's show mercy and take a kneel. You know that, right? Yeah. McDaniel's going to kick that field goal, and Tyreek said the captains, they all made decisions, said, hey, coach, let's just kneel it down. Let's get out of here. Real talk. He just It was just posted on his, uh, like, a little snippet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a yeah, question we- from the chat. I think it's actually a good question. We'll get to it, but I just wanted to point out the fact that, you know, Buffalo's going up against the number one offense. This is the first real mm-hmm. offensive test that we've had all season long um 
but on the other side of things, this is you know this is the first real defense that you guys have faced outside the Patriots. I think this is a complete team um, that Miami is going up against in our building. I think it's going to be great, but this is a good question. Um, Pat Pat the Bill is asking: um, Is Miami's offensive line good, or is that Tua getting the ball out quick? You want me to answer that? You got it. You could say it, it could be a, a combination both. of both. The I think Tua is masking it a little bit. Wait, Go ahead, Tony. I think I think Tua I think Tua is masking it a little bit. I think there is improvement, a lot of improvement from last year. Yes, but. I think too is masking a little bit with his pocket presence. Like you know, we we we've always said this that Tua has a good pocket presence in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to move around in the pocket. Um, the other thing is, I want to say now that the way the offense is structured, the way he's doing things, it's a rhythmic. It's like a rhythmic, and um, you know, two point five to two point eight. That go- that ball is gone. You know what I'm saying? So I know you guys got Matt Milano. You guys got the young kid that was a rookie last year. The other line, what's his name? Bernard. Terrell Bernard. 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 Yep. Uh, yeah, he's nice. You know what I'm saying? So you guys got, you guys got, you hey, guys can bring pressure. Name, fellas. Get used to that name, Terrell I know, Bernard. I know. I'm not even sorry, bro. I, had to look him up I, I already got the nickname. We already got the nickname pulled up, man. It's the, it's the all pro duo at linebacker. All right. So listen, duo. bro. It, it is what it is. Um, We'll figure out. Can Tua get the ball out of his hands quick enough to not get hit in this game? Well, it will be, we'll see. But I think that, listen, in all reality, you guys know it. Last year, we really didn't have a problem really moving the ball against you guys. I know it was last year, this is this year. And I know I wasn't going to say that, but if you look at the, just the history of you guys against us last year, and we're saying the history, we didn't have too much issues moving the ball against you guys. Now, you guys didn't have issues against us either, too. That's why this matchup, it's just it's like these two teams are both built to beat each other. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's just who has the best game overall, no turnovers, and efficiency. Um, if I can answer this question, I would say uh, if you're talking about uh, passing uh, in that aspect, okay, you could say that it's two getting the ball at his hand. But um, don't forget we're number one in rushing as well. So. That that says more about the O line than two against oh, yeah. all that. Y'all number one in rushing, huh? Yeah, y'all yeah. number, yeah. number one. Yes, yeah. yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. We number one in both. So, um, okay. so that says more about the O line play than two getting the ball out of his hand. So, if it was just passing, I would say, okay, yeah, cool. Um, you could say that. Um, which we all know he helps the O line getting that. You don't have to block more than two seconds. That helps any mm-hmm. O line. That's that's. Without mm-hmm. without question, but the fact that we're running the ball now and um, McDaniel's calling run plays on third and three, he called a run play on third and five. We actually got it, but they called it back because of the holding. But but the fact that he's sticking to the run and he's willing to run the ball on third downs is is showing that he's learned from last season, which that was that one of our biggest criticism of him is um, stay consistent in the run game. Whether it's, it's um, successful at the beginning of the game, we still got to play sixty minutes. You know what I'm saying? So I would say mm-hmm. more so they 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 must improve be based on the run game. Uh, that's just me, based on the run game. Because if it was just passing, then I'd be like, okay, cool. All right, you well, know, just just some quick numbers on that running game, Whittle. Ninety three attempts for an obscene six point one yards a carry. They have twenty 
20 plus yard rushes. They have 20 plus runs. They have six and 40 plus four different runs already. We're only three games into the season. Just, just to give you a little a background yeah. on, on just how, how lethal that running game is. But, but I will, like I, like I said, look, this game, you know, we put up 70. Yes, this game is, like I said, there will never be a game like that. So it, you can sit there and say, oh, the stats are padded or whatnot, whatever it may, may be. But it just shows that our offense can be multidimensional. We can run the ball down your throat. We can pass the ball. We can hit you in immediate routes. We can hit you in long routes. We can right. hit you with a quick game. You know what I'm saying? We just got to put it all together. You know, not nobody's perfect. You know, there is the games where people have bad games. But we just got to, just the way I feel, we got to win the trenches and we got to have an efficient game, no turnovers. I think the team that has, that wins the trench battle and has no turnovers, this game is going to win ultimately. Turnovers might be a big key. I, I would yep. admit to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let me um let me let me talk to y'all about about your group, the Dolphins mind, right? How did what what was the origin? How did how did this get started? Because we want what we want to do is introduce y'all to I want to introduce the Bills Mafia people who watch this show to I want them to meet y'all, meet you guys, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We know the Dolphins, maybe not the Dolphin players, but you know, it's always nice to put a face with with the with with the other side. So, you know, we wanna we wanna introduce you guys to 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 Bill's Mafia. So talk to us about the Dolphins mob, how it came together, what you guys do. Um, you know, guy the floor is yours. All right. So I'm gonna start off and I'm gonna pass it to him. Okay. So the way it started off was a group of Dolphin fans getting together and um we wanted to just host spaces and talk, talk ball and things like that. Over the years, things changed. And um, basically we just kind of went separate ways with other people and we just rebranded everything. And we basically went another direction. We started doing weekly spaces. We started um, doing things at games. Um, um, just to let you guys know, to, uh, we like we host like a tailgate every every year. Um, we've been season ticket holders. We're at the games every game. Where um, you can find us, we we invite everybody. Everybody's welcome. Dolphin fans, if we're playing you guys, Bills fans, everybody's welcome to come by. It's 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 about a good time. You know, yes, we could talk crap to each other and everything like that, but everything's about respect. Nobody's not really gonna fight at a game or anything like that. Where we want to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? We could, you know, talk crap about the teams, whatnot, whatnot. But we're guess what? We're gonna have a beer together. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna eat good food, have music, have a good time. And we just we're all about fan interaction. And we no, like to base, and we all like to we like to keep the fan base informed. We like to, you know, keep um, you know, we like keep up with stats. We talk about free agency, we talk about sauces, you know, um, we talk about just everything in general with the team. But the thing is with us, you can put a face to us. You can meet us. You know, we're always at the game. You know, you know we, we have a good time. And we're all about just having fun. We all, we're just all about our team. And I'll let Tony jump so, in what he wants to add. Yeah, so with me, I'm, I'm fairly new. Like, I'm probably one of the newest members. Um, more is the reason that I uh, – one of the reasons that I actually joined. Um, I started from I, – I used to go in his spaces. Um, and I just started as a listener. Then um I remember um I had my opportunity. I was I was living in Georgia at the time. I had just moved to Georgia. And um I, I was always been a season ticket holder. 
So um, I had an opportunity to reach out to a couple of the, the members up there to offer, you know, I, I had these tickets that I wasn't going to attend. You know what I mean? I see, I, I just met a couple of Dolphin fans. So, you know, that's how I got introduced to, uh, to Mo and everything. I, I, I requested to be a speaker and, um, you know, I offered a couple of guys some 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 training camp tickets, some 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 of my tickets that I wasn't going to sell. And and just just for everybody to know, I always well, we all, me, Mo, and uh, Alex, he should be sh joining us shortly. We all have season tickets, and every game we bring someone with us. Just so you know that, free of charge. We always uh, bring, yeah, yep. you know what I'm saying. That's so great. that's that's, that's great. what it's mm -hmm. all about. Um, getting our fans to be able to witness games. You know what I mean? The, especially the one that's that's fortunate that's uh, probably just not able or, or just might be out of town and be like, you know what? Um, I'm flying in. I'll be like, hey, listen, I got a ticket. Uh, how about you come? You know, we got to take away one of your expenses. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. Um, yeah. I just Last took uh, one of my co-workers, his son, first game, the, uh, this one. So he was able to witness the 70, you know what I'm saying, the 70 points live, get a couple of autographs. And that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Showing, giving some reaching back out, giving back to the fans, you know what I'm saying? And, and just building a, a community. That's what yeah. it's really about. You know, we, we out here, we talking, we, we networking with each other, we building a community, whether it's for the Dolphins, whether it's for the Bills Mafia. At, we, we all are sports fans at, at the end of the day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's what we mm -hmm. wanted. To, that's what we wanted to be more about is us enjoying sports as a whole community and not just, oh, I'm a Dolphin fan, you're, you're a Buffalo fan or you know what I mean? Stuff like right. that. So that's why I came in, yep. you know, um, when I met Mo, um, I was, uh, we had our, our tailgate going and stuff like that. So I just wanted to, you know, to bring some value. You know, I just didn't want to come in and just join. I wanted to bring some value to them. So that's how we got the tailgate started. We introduced everybody to the tailgate and invite everybody to come down. You know, Will already have been um, extended um, an invite already. So he know when he come down here, he just, he, he got somewhere to come. You know what I'm saying? As a fan, he, when he come out of town, he has somewhere to come to where he can enjoy himself and not worry about anything. So mm -hmm. that's basically what it what it's mostly about. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we do do our spaces and, you know what I'm saying, break down games, um, probably break down players. Sometimes Mo give us a little sauces, you know what I'm saying? Everybody know about the Mo sauces and stuff like that. But I think the bigger picture is bringing us together as a community and, mm -hmm. and putting a good name on, on our fan base and somewhere where you can come enjoy yourself and enjoy your fandom. You know what I mean? No matter who, yep. you know, you know how we have the separation of the tour guys and the one that's not. We're trying to break that barrier, man. Let everybody come in and enjoy this this, this team as one and become mm -hmm. a whole of a community. Correct. Yeah. And, and, you know, and last, and I was just going to say, last year we had, you know, there was one point where, you know, I we uh, we brought a, a Jets fan. He he went to the Jets game. He, he enjoyed that. Um, so it's not about just not only Dolphins, you know, fans. We, we try to if we can, we, we extend the open arms to somebody that it could be another fan base. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's different people. It's just random luck how it happens, how we do it. So, you know, we just like to basically be a part of the fan experience. Um, basically, you come down, you know, Tony's from the area. Tony can give you all the pointers of everything, food, drinks, uh, hangout spots, everything. Like he can tell you where to go, where to be, where not to go, where it's safe, what's cool, what's not. It's he's, you know, he can, he got everything you need to know about that aspect. He got you, um, you know, um, tailgating situation part, you know, just all kinds of stuff. You know, we, we can help you out with just all the info you need.
That's what's up, man. That's what's hey, up. So Riddle, let me say that yeah. one thing before we uh, pass, too. I don't know if I ever let you know this, but when you come down, I know you're supposed to come for that last game. Don't pay for that parking, man. Just hit me up. I got you, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. I appreciate it, man. It's the last time we parked. Yeah, Tony, you Tony, Tony, Tony can do the parking situation. No, no. Nah, nah. It took yeah, us Tony's like the man. Tony the man. It was bad. Guys, I, I, I love that story. I, I love what both of you said. Like, just to give you one quick example, three weeks ago, I flew from California to Jersey to see the first game, right? And was lucky enough my buddy won Lee Sean's contest, our, our, one of our best Bills fans ever, right? But if everybody asked me how was the game, right? We lost, right? That's not the first thing I tell them. No, I met Whittle for the first time. I finally got okay. to meet Whittle. I met Lee Sean. I met Brad. I met Coach, right? You know, like all our fans, that's what makes it so great, right? Even some of the Jeff fans, like you guys are doing down there in Miami. That's, I, I think that's fantastic and would love to, if I ever get down there, would love to collaborate, you know, just to meet you guys and, and just. More than welcome, brother. Yeah, More than welcome. Yeah, and same for us. Same, same here. It's the same if you're coming down to Miami the last game, let us know, man. I know Widow's uh, probably well. coming through, so just let us know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Never you know. know. We'll, that, man. we'll see. Me and, me and the wife, come, me, me and wifey coming down, bro. We're going to have a good time. Uh, but oh, listen, yeah. man, we're we going to move this right along. And let's talk about these 2023 Dolphins. I think y'all brought up. Uh, a little bit about the team, you know, some of the guys that y'all got, but uh, two a second year in the Mike McDaniel system. Uh, most of this back, y'all drafted this kid, A Chain, uh, another another speedster, um, Tyreek Hill, you know, Jalen Waddle, and uh, now you know, just just talk to me a little bit about the 2023 Dolphins versus the 2022 Dolphins, like. What, what do you look at and see as, like, the major changes, the major uh, things that change from from last year to this year? You want to go first, Tony? Yeah, I think, oh. um, the mo well, obviously the most clear and blatant one is um, how well Tua is playing. Um, I think Mike McDaniel put it best. Uh, last year, it was like as if he was um, learning a new language. And this year, he's more fluent. He's fluent in the language now. So everything comes second in age. I don't know if you ever try to learn a second language, but you translate it in your language first in your head. That's kind of what he was going through um, the first season. But now this season, he don't have to translate it. He understands the nuances of the, of the, um, the playbook and stuff like yep. that. Um, Braxton Barrow has been a very good um, addition. Uh, special team as well as um, filling in for that third and fourth receiver. And A-Chan, bro, A-Chan. I mean, last week was – the first week we was able to show a new weapon. And just that's one thing that um, I, I like because now that's another weapon that the opposing teams have to at least game plan for. You know what I mean? Another speaker, not just Tyreek, not just Waddle. You know what I mean? And we uh, we just brought up Chosen back. You know what I mean? So the more the more weapons you have, the harder it is to be to key on Tyreek or, you know what I mean, doing a cover two shell, however they want to um, play us. We now have a new uh, weapon. See, he wasn't there for the uh, Patriots game, and we still did a pretty decent job in, in rushing. But now that's an addition. Um, so I think that's that's one of the biggest – for me, that's the biggest difference is our running game. The way our O-line is playing this year is, like I said earlier, it's real surprising to me. I mean, Isaiah Wynn is like – you know what I mean? He's been money on that left guard right there. You know what I'm saying? Right next to Tuesday. I, I, um, I mean, that was – a. The left guard and right tackle was my worry spots. And um, Austin Jackson surprised me, man. I'm not even going to lie. Everybody was asking me. I said I was going to push in the panty button. I'm being real. I was pushing that panty button on Austin Jackson. Nah, he's brought, he brought it now. I seen him got two pancakes. 
So um, and my, you know, that D line. That's why I'm like, hopefully, this is gonna be the bigger test. That's why I had to come see it, um, live in the person to see if it holds up against that D line. You know what I mean? To see if it's, uh, you know how they say, uh, show me if it's real. I want to know if it's really real. You know what I mean? But uh, what about you, Mo? Um, basically, um, the difference from last year and this year is like basically, like you're saying, the understanding, understanding of the playbook and the terminology. Tyreek even said it last year. You know, they were still learning the playbook. They they weren't perfectly on their keys and their routes and everything like that. This year, it's like Tua knows. Like, bro, if you really watch the film, like, he's throwing the spots, like, before these boys are out, out their breaks. Like, he's just like, bam, window, window. Like, he's throwing it before the window's even there. You know what I'm saying? He's being more anticipated. Like, he's anticipating his throws more. He's um, We're actually having a commitment to the run game. We're actually sticking to the run game. Usually McDaniel would run the ball pretty efficiently and then all of a sudden get away from it and then it start getting pass happy. So I see a lot a better balance this year. I see Tua with a better command of the offense. Um, I've seen, you know, like Tua's like, I think it's like, I think it's 15 for 16. I, I don't remember the stats because I shared it to our chat. But it's like 15 for 16 for 179 yards without Tyreek on the field. Like it's like it's like levels. It's not like people are saying, "Oh, all he has is Tyreek," you know. But he's not. It's not utilizing just Tyreek. He's being efficient without Tyreek being on the field, with these on the field, with Waddle on the field, without the field. He's utilizing Barrios. So it's it's yeah. it's, it's great. It's it's yeah, a that, great different right, situation. Me, that, that, that leads me. That leads me into. That leads me into the next wait, wait. the next thing. Like, wait, what was Go ahead. Mike, I'm sorry, Mike McDaniel, bro. Like. Mike McDaniel's the architect behind all of this. Um, you just mentioned how the numbers look without to, without uh, Tyreek on the head on the field, and you know you're still producing. And we got this comment from Joseph. Uh, appreciate you for coming through, bro. Uh, such a complex offensive system, and I don't know necessarily if it's complex, but I have to say it is creative. I can't. I'm not going to say complex. I'm going to say it's creative. You know what's coming. They're running clearer routes. They're getting your defenders to react to well, eye candy that's in front of them, and that opens up space uh, behind that eye candy. The next thing you know, you got a completion of first down or or more. Uh, talk, like Mike McDaniel is uh, a breath of fresh air for y'all. Like it feels like it's, it feels, it's great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, the, way y'all, the way y'all was talking about. Uh, Brian B Flow, man, Brian Flores, man, and then and, and, and y'all y'all spent some y'all spent some capital to get Mike McDaniels over there. So if you could talk if y'all y'all could talk a little bit about uh Mike McDaniel, you know, Floyd George. Um well ahead, I, I think the the thing about it, like his first season, uh you saw him making those little rookie mistakes. Uh the biggest thing being the game management, especially the clock getting it. The, the, the play in on time, stuff like that. Um, he's, I mean, the one thing I say he probably could still improve uh, upon this year is those challenges. I don't know what he got going on with those challenges. But uh, other than that, um, we'll be getting a play in um, sooner, more than enough time to get all those motions. You know, the, those motions make this offensive, I mean, this offensive game plan go. So by him learning from last season to get the play in on time, 
you know what I mean, to give to a chance to read the defense. Dot knows what's going on. You know, that pre-snap read, you need that time on that play card. And he improved in that so much. Uh, uh, his first day coming in, letting Tua know he was the guy. Tua didn't, we all know Tua didn't have that his first three seasons. You know what I mean? So for him to make that his first priority, that shows that he understood what we was missing, which was that quarterback since Dan Marino. You know what I mean? So just him understanding that that was our biggest issue, he guess what he did? He developed a, a relationship with the fan base, fan base. You know what I'm saying? You right. understand what we need. That's what made us build a good relationship with him. Like, okay, he understands. We need to get this quarterback situation correct because without that, we're not going nowhere. Y'all know how it was when y'all got Josh Allen. Once y'all got Josh Allen, it's been up ever since. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. what I could say is um, ever since we got to it's it's been like night and day. We haven't had a losing season since. And then Mike McDaniels came in and just took it to another level. You know what I mean? Last year we had uh, expectations, but it was more like nervous, not understanding what, what what to expect. This year it's more like, okay, I saw what he did last year as a rookie and I see the improvement this year. So now we Correct. have even more things to be excited about. You know what I mean? Correct. 100%. And then uh, with McDaniels, you know, I like his way he relates to players. I like his relationship with players. Um, I like the way he conducts his business. Um, he might be a little jokester, you know, and people might have this situation, you know, they might call him different or whatnot, but it works. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at it. I believe that he is, um, as of right now, correct me if I'm wrong, and head coaching right now, it's coaching. You can say he's like a, maybe a top six offensive genius right now in the head coaching tree right now. Oh, all the coaches. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, oh, yeah. I believe, you know, with this defense situation, I believe with Vic Fangio, that's going to be a good tool for him in the future. Um, just game situations, I believe, you know, he's going to get the defense right. It's going to take some time for us to gel. But uh, McDaniel, he's been very impressive, bro. Um, last year, we didn't know what to expect. Um, the injury situation happened, and it is what it is. But with, still with the injuries, we still, I think it was, what, number six? We were number six last year in the NFL, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, um, you know, I'm very optimistic of what we can do this year with a healthy Tua and with McDaniel another year under his belt, you know, having the experience that he has now. Um, I don't think there's going to be not a big moment for him now. Last year, you know, he had the rookie jitters and maybe, you know, the moments might have been too big for him. But I believe now he's I think he's mellowed out and he's, he's good to go. I, I really do believe in this coach. All right. That's that's Mike McDaniel now. Um that's only one part of the management team, not the head coach. And you got to have your owner, right? Your owner, your general manager. Mm -hmm. um, and those guys are dealing with the contracts. And you got two big ones that we need to we need to address before we bring on our next guest. Um, Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle out of Clemson. Not Clemson, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, was it Clemson? Yeah, from Clemson. Clemson. And uh, and the guy we was just talking about, Tua, uh, contract situation uh, from Tua, um, coming up as well. I think next year is his fifth year option. Correct. Yeah. Yes. After that, and then after that, you gotta, you gotta get the break struck out. Um, <laughs> does, does, do those things bother you at all? Like. Are you are you looking at those things saying, you know, man? Because I I went through Spot Rack a little bit today and looked, and I know Spot Rack's not 
a hundred percent accurate. But I mean, you guys are like 30, 38 million over the cap next year. Now, even oh, it's easy. 38 or we, we we're thirty eight, we're thirty eight or thirty five over the cap. But yeah. there's a lot of contracts that we can move off. We're gonna be good. Ogbus contract, uh, the uh, the Baker's last piece of this contract. They're like all that stuff. It shows that we're over. But none of that money is really guaranteed situation, so we can get rid of it and cut it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do with the salary cap next year. The year okay. after that, the year after that, bro, we have like, I think it's like $165 million or something like that. So yeah, you even if, we, if that. we wanted to, if we wanted to really, we could give Tua and Wilkins their extensions both. Now, me on the situation with that, I think Tua will get an extension if – he stays healthy this whole season and he does something for us. He's getting an extension probably either way from the way he's going now, probably. I agree. But I think he wants, he has something to prove and the ownership wants to see him prove something. You know what I'm trying to say? If that's the difference of giving you a Daniel Jones contract or a difference of giving you, let me give you a contract like Burrow. You know what I'm saying? Set the market. Mm -hmm. Well, so the, you know, the other thing, the other, the other thing Miami could do is they could pay players a little bit less. I mean, what did Tyreek Hill say about why he chose Miami over New York? What was the word he used? Taxes, taxes, taxes right? Yeah. So that's something that Miami does have an advantage over, even over Buffalo, over New England, over the Jets, just mm -hmm. in our division. They could pay him. Say, okay, you know, two or maybe we won't give you fifty, but if we give you forty-five, and look at what you're going to net. And you're going to save the team five million on the cap. Either you never know. If you get enough players to to agree to it, you'd be surprised. But you know who his agency is. is? Hey, you know who his agency is? It's not going to happen. Our owner's not scared to spend that money. That's no, our owner's no, not no, scared. Oh no, it's just that no, it's but it's also about the net too. And if you think about it, if he sells, yeah, yeah. So he, on top of it, you know, you, know, you, you can know the players. The players really don't care about the the overall number. Is that signing bonus than the guarantee? That's what that's true. That's not number. Listen, man. When people say taxes, that's a lot of that is BS. It's not. It's not as bad as you think. You talking about You talking about a fifteen? If you talking about a ten million dollar contract, man, you might be talking about seven eight hundred thousand. So you might be talking about seven hundred thousand in taxes, bro. That 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 ain't gonna hurt too bad, bro. So, but there are things that. Will uh attract big time players to to Miami. Not only Correct. is are not only have you guys built a culture of of competing and and being um you know and being one of the better teams in the in the uh, AFC, but uh, dog is Miami. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's Miami, man. You know so what 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 twenty five year old millionaire don't want to go to Miami? You know so. Even I would. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I don't. I, 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 would like for you guys to stay on, um, because segment the, the you know we're gonna we're gonna bring our next guest in, and then um, we're gonna we're gonna all get together and break down the game. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you guys down. I'm gonna move you guys out of this, out of the off off the stage and back into the studio. And then we're gonna have our next next guest come on, okay? All right, appreciate y'all. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, Thank all right, you. All right. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Stay, stay, stick around, or don't go nowhere. We're gonna bring y'all back, but we have to bring uh, 
our next guest to the stage uh this is a this is going is this, for me this is a treat because i could listen to you know i could listen to the ogs talk about you know their experience and things like that i love listening to it because they're going to give you they like they're going to tell you what you need to do in order to stay away from the problems mm-hmm. in the future so i love listening to this gentleman speak uh he is a former wide receiver for the Houston Oilers the Warren Moon led Houston Oilers uh he is he was a part of the uh he played a he played a part in Buffalo Bills history and historic lore uh and he's you know listen he's an all-around role model great great man great black man i like i I love this guy like he is he's one of my heroes i want to bring to the stage dr reginald brown please come on up sir dr brown how are you what's up my guy what's up man what's going on Aside from that, aside from that terrible sweat uh, hoodie you got on, that is a great, it's great, it's great to have you, Doc. It's great, Amen. great to have you. Amen. Hey, Whittle, I, I appreciate those kind words, dude. Uh, but I, I will say that uh, when I got on Twitter a couple of years ago, uh, I was I was really amazed at something, and that something is, I was shocked at how the common football player. A football fan really understood football. You know, as a player, you just think that, you know, fans watch the game and they, you know, have some understanding. But um, hearing you in different spaces when I first got on Twitter and listening really made me appreciate the level um, of football knowledge that fans have. I'm talking about in-depth knowledge. I mean, I'm talking about I heard you talking about like, yeah, and uh, they got this kid at Bowie State who runs a four or five and doing a draft analysis and all of that stuff. And, you know, no, the Dolphins are this because the front four and they don't, you know, their defensive linemen don't get off the ball. And I'm like, damn, when do these normal people who got jobs and supporting our country, et cetera, et cetera, get to have this in-depth knowledge about football. So I really appreciate um, your knowledge of the game because that was something for me as an athlete that just really, really shocked me when I got on Twitter and really started listening to you guys talk about football. Um, but you are uh, 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 crazy as hell. I, 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 can't, I can't believe you let Dolphin Mob off that easy. I was looking for <laughs> the, star, the the fireworks to start flowing, but you're doing a good job as a host. And pleasure to meet you, Coach Beyond. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Dr. Dr. Brown. I, I had the pleasure of being in a couple spaces with you. Very early good. on and we talked a lot about life and you told me old stories about when you played and yeah, it was yeah, an yeah, absolute yeah. pleasure correct, and it correct. was not just more about football it was about life and i just want to let you know i i, I really echo a lot of what little was saying it, it, well, even in times 10 so we really well, appreciate you coming on i've been very very fortunate man to you know come out of miami in the hood in miami first 48 and uh you know, and, and all of those experiences that go with that and uh, to go to Alabama State University or HBCU and uh, to get a free agent opportunity 
and then to make the practice squad my first year and then three years in a row make the team and then had a knee surgery um, that kind of derailed my um, uh, career. But, you know, just being able to say you played in the NFL, man, is such a blessing. And now to be a principal at a school, you know, I've been very, very fortunate. But, um, you know, I've been a Dolphins fan since 1977. Um, Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up on the Dolphins. I was, uh, my first job was selling hot dogs and sodas in the Orange Bowl Stadium. Uh, my first game was the 1984, 19, I guess it was 84, 85 game with the Bills and Dan, the, the, the Bears and Dan Marino when they were going for the undefeated season and being in that electric stadium. And, and then the last 25 years has been pretty damn tough. Uh, <laughs> but it's on and popping now. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right, Doctor Brown, man. I I, I appreciate you. Well, you know you through. can call me Reg. So all right, and I right. appreciate you always respecting that. But I have to say it again. You can call me Reggie. All right, all right, Reggie, man. I appreciate. You know, it feels a little weird because my mother always told me. She said, you know, when you speak it to your, when you speak it to an elder. Don't you put a handle like on that. that. No, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm right, I'm right there you with you. Handle, you put a handle on that there. You put a handle on it. All right, but don't, so, don't call me an elder dog. I, I mean, okay, an elder statesman. Us, elder, statesman. <laughs> elder statesman. Let's go with that. But all right, Doc. Um, all right, so you played in the NFL. That's a unique experience. It's like less than 1% of the population that gets to be a professional athlete. Um, and at the, at that level, like to, to, just to work as hard as you did to get to where you got to, uh, that in itself is amazing. However, can you please walk me through what is it like on game day? Like when you're when you were at when you were playing, you had a game. What was it like? Like you get up in the morning, like look, walk me through a game. What walk me through what you? what your preparation for game day was? Well, you try to, as an athlete, um, normalize it as much. I mean, for me, it, it may have been a little different than a lot of guys because I was just always glad to be there, man. And to wake up on a Sunday morning and 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 you and, and if you were playing at home, we stayed in a hotel back in those days. We went to a hotel in Houston and, um, you know, we were able to get up. Um, we had curfew at night, but then you could leave at six in the morning. So to get up that morning and go downstairs and get a, you know, the breakfast was unreal, you know. And again, I'm soaking all of this up. Like I'm eating lobster for breakfast. Like I'm enjoying it all. Right. And But to me, it was always this nostalgia and this blessing of, I'm here. And um, you take that very, very serious. But, you know, at the end of the day, it it is about a job and a job that you have to do. And the feelings that I get every morning going into my school as a principal is the same feeling that I got when I was going into the stadium to play a football game. You want to give your best effort every single day and you want to be able to impact the outcome of whatever's going on. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. You, you know, Whittle, I wanted to drop one stat on, on for you, Reggie. I, I just Googled this. T- about 26,000 
682 players have played in the NFL. So if you take Highmark Stadium on Sunday, we couldn't even fill the lower bowl. And Dr. Damn. Brown, I, I still got to call Dr. Brown, is one of those 26,000. Just think about I just want our audience to realize how rare that really is just to even play one, just to play one season, right? Dr. Brown, let you, and you played a few seasons. I know you did for sure. Yes. So like that, that I just wanted to give some perspective on how rare that really is. Well, modern medicine mm-hmm. than what it was today, back then, he would have still been able to play. I, I think you, you had an ACL, right? An ACL that well, got. So I completely tore. I, you know, I, I've been fortunate, man. My story, you know, sometimes I have to pinch myself. And as a sophomore in college at Alabama State, I completely tore all four ligaments in my knee and dislocated oh, my knee. And um, Dr. James Andrews, who's the NFL surgeon, I went to him as a college player because my knee was so uh, bad, the surgery. And um, Dr. Andrews came in my my, uh, hospital room and told me my career was over. And, uh, you know, through a whole lot of prayer and hard work, six months later, I was on the football field again. And um, and then... uh, coming out of that raggedy ass uh, cowboy stadium in 1996. Uh, I tore my knee up again on that, but you know, again, you, 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 you just, every day is about the grind and you know, these things happen in life. There's ups and downs and that's why we love football so much, right? Because it's such a microcosm of life. You're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. Sometimes you get knocked down. Do you, are you going to get back up? You know, what do you do when you fail? What happens when you have two or three losses? What happens when you beat a team, you know, you score 70? How do you respond in all of these situations? So um, that's why you love football so much, because it presents these challenges to you, similar to how life is going to present these challenges to you. Uh, Well, I think think the way you respond to dropping 70 on the team is going up to Orchard Park and taking a loss. But don't worry about it. Three and uh, one is not that bad, Doc. It's not. Hey, I promise. Hey, I, I, I will tell you, you know, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. And um, you you have to be honest about this. Um, it's going to be a dog fight, man. It's really going to be a dog fight. Uh, you know, the Bills um, are a very proud franchise. And, you know, they feel like you guys feel like you own the AFC East. And, um, certainly the Dolphins, I, I listened to Tua um, today, and he said, we got to have this. And it's rare that you say you got to have something, particularly from the quarterback position, this early in the season. So everybody understands the significance of the game, and that's why, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to tell Pastor, hey, man, I'm going to walk out on your sermon, man. Just don't, yeah. don't keep me. Don't, don't play. Yeah, we can't play. He can't play Sunday. No. Sunday, we need a quick word. Yeah. In and out. A quick word. Hey, I, a quick I, word. I had a question. Reggie, I had a question for you. As a player, right, the Dolphins put up 70 points, had a historic performance last week. As a player, do you would you feel extra pressure because of that into next week, or is it just something that you're so wired as a pro? You know, as a pro? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it just yeah, set the yeah. expectations so high. I was just curious what your thoughts were. On that. Yeah, I, I, I think the Dolphins have to be feeling really good about themselves, right? But they know as an athlete, you know it's week to week, right? Like just because you scored 70 last week doesn't guarantee you anything. 
It doesn't guarantee you anything except the next team is going to give you everything they got. That's the only thing it guarantees you. And so if the if the Bills had any question about the Dolphins, they know now and they're going to be prepared. And so we know that we're going to get the very best out of the Bills this week, which we already would have got it anyway, but there's no question about it now. Well, absolutely. Now, Doc, you, you have a unique perspective on uh, – you have a unique perspective and view on on game day, on Sundays, on these these teams in particular, because as a professional, you played against both of them. So, do you have any fond memories that you can that you want to share, or that you can share about your time playing with the Oilers against the Bills or the Dolphins? Now, I know the Bills, you know. Rival, rival team. You know, there, there's some historical bat, there's some historic battles between you guys, and then being on the Oilers and playing against your hometown favorite team, the Dolphins. Like, if you have any, I'll tell you the quick Bill story because uh, I, I still, you know, have nightmares, and, and and my wife is still upset about this because. The the Bills in 93, the Frank Wright game, you guys come back and you beat us in that game. Well, prior to that game, I was on the practice squad and um, we had made it to the playoffs and uh, the general manager called me in and said, hey, we're going to sign you next year. And back then, the signing bonuses weren't like they were like they are now. And so Mike Hollivac said, look, your signing bonus is going to be the playoff check. And because the practice squad players back then didn't get that check. Right. So he said, you know, whatever, however far we go, you're going to get a check. So the first check was, you know, X amount of dollars back then. It was like $30,000 for that. If we, if to just go into the playoffs, if you win that game and go to the second round, then it's 65,000, an additional third 65 on top of the 30. So, at halftime of the game, I'm already, that. I'm already counting that bread, bro. I'm already counting that bread. I don't and, blame you. And I actually, because I'm from Miami and it was cold as hell in Buffalo, at halftime, I stayed in the locker room because I wasn't dressed, you know, but I was there and I stayed in the locker room. And I hear you guys score, and now it's 38 to 10. And I'm like, okay, bet they scored. And then I hear you guys score again. Okay, it's 38 17, no big deal. And all of a sudden, you guys score again. And you know, old Rich Stadium, the stadium shakes and it's loud as shit and it's rocking. And in the locker room, you can feel it shaking. And I go outside and it is nuts. And I'm walking out of the, uh, the visitor's locker room and I'm walking down the end zone and some fans see me and just start firing off those goddamn snowballs. Like oh, crazy God. oh no. Just Bill's mafia to the fullest. Right. And um, I get on the sideline, man. And I knew we were going to lose that game because Warren Moon was sitting on the bench by itself. And there wasn't any offensive lineman around him. There wasn't any receiver saying, hey, let's go. We got this. And I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. So 
you know, that uh, was, you know, that still gives me nightmares. And then with the Dolphins, you know, to be from Miami, the hood in Miami where, you know, I had five brothers and two of them got murdered in Miami and, you know, and to, to, to have seen that type of lifestyle growing up and then to come back home and my family and my friends, um, you know, in the stadium and prior to the stadium, we come out and, you know, my dad and everybody is there and I get to on in my NFL uniform, walk up to the stands and see my dad as I'm getting ready to prepare for NFL game was just unbelievable. And the funny thing is, and this is, this is going to sound very bad, but it's my truth. As an athlete, you never want to lose a football game, right? So right. when we are playing, when, you know, going back to Miami, like I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. Like this, I can't pretend to not be that. And as much as I wanted us to win, you know, it was in my back of my head, like, damn, the Dolphins finna lose, man. Shit. You know? <laughs> and, but uh, we, but we, you know, we it comes down to the end. Our field goal kicker, Al Del Greco, has a chance to win the game. He misses the field goal, and um, the Dolphins won the game. And I walked off thinking, okay, if you got to lose, go ahead and lose to the Dolphins. But, <laughs> Both of those situations were surreal for me, man. That's that's amazing, man. That's amazing, Doc. And we definitely appreciate it. But now we got to get into this game. So I'm going to bring Mo. Let's go. I'm, let me get Mo. Alex is Mom, here. Mom is coming. We're going to get the whole gang in here, man. We're going to get everybody in here. Let's go. Welcome to the stage, Alex. Welcome to the stage. We got Mo in Oh, we got that. Okay, we got everybody. Doc, what's up, Doc? What's up, Alex? The mob. What's up, Tony? What up, Doc? What up? We, are, we are. This is a this is a Bills centered podcast, but we are severely outnumbered up here, Bills. <laughs> yeah, we need y'all get. We need y'all to get busy in the chat, man. Please, you know we are outnumbered four to two right now, but it's cool, Alex. Man, I'm glad you could join. Um, I don't know how much you were able to watch so far, but. Uh, I, I want to let you know, man, that we really appreciate not only you guys coming on, but the fact, uh, you know, what you guys do for other fans is beautiful. Like LeSean does that stuff as well. Like we have a bunch of we have a bunch of great fans at Bills Mafia, and now Bills Mafia, you guys can see we're not the only ones that do nice things. We got the mob in here; they do it as well. And Dr. Brown, you know, Dr. Brown was was gracious enough to give us some time and share his uh, story. As hey, an NFL hey, hey, Widow, not to cut you off, but I've said this before to you, and, and, and I have to say it again, man. What Bills Mafia does for the NFL community is really amazing, man. It really is. You guys, uh, that brand, when something happens, whether it's in your community, other fan bases, the way that you guys step up are really an example of what it should be. You know, community coming together to support each other. And you guys epitomize that. So, again, shout out to Bills Mafia for all of the work that you guys do. Man, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Thank now, you. if y'all would just play y'all part on Sunday. 
Cause this air will oh, everybody be happy, man. You know? Yeah, okay. Are you going on mad though? I, I, I heard you. I heard you after the Jets game, um, in in, in Bill Spaces, and I heard you. Uh, uh, we could, you gonna hear that same thing come Sunday round four thirty? Listen, that was real pain because I, like <laughs> that was real. Pain. I don't know if I ever heard you like that, bro. For so real, bro. Yeah, yeah, that you were you were bad. Listen, we was at the game, right? And, yep, I, you know what? I'm going to just tell my truth now. You know, since we being honest, right? When Aaron Rodgers went down, I got happy. I said, oh, that dude is done. He He's no hurt. He, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know how bad it was. I didn't know how bad it was. But I was like, dog, yo, I, I was just, I was going over my head. Everything I was going to say to all of the Jet fans on Twitter, I'm like, yo, I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> When this game is over, as soon as this game is over, I'm telling Lee Shaw, because me and Lee Shaw sat next to each other. I'm telling him, I'm like, look, listen, man, we're going to be up by a lot of points in the fourth. So as soon as Josh and, and Steph get over here in the ball cap, I'm going to start the space in the stadium, and I'm just going in on it. Right? <laughs> oh, no. We end up losing the game. So, I, you know, I, I guess that's, that's my fault. Man. Out of that stadium. Yeah, that's Dog, I'm 0-3. Out I'm 0-3 on road games. I'm not going to no more road games. I'm coming right over the I'm a tailgate, but I'm staying outside. I'm not going in the stadium to watch that. Now we're going to make sure you come in now. You coming in this one. You coming in, Miami. You coming in. You coming in. No, so I'm going to myself to the gate. I'm going to myself to the gate outside. I'm not going in. But listen, this is a big game. Now, from a dog, from a from a bill standpoint, what a win on Sunday, what does it mean? It means first place in the division, we feel like as Bills fans, that's our rightful spot right now. Like, I, we feel like we got the best quarterback in the division. We feel like the AFC belongs to us. And we feel like they're as good as the Dolphins are. We don't think that you guys deserve our spot. I, am I wrong? Am I wrong, Beyond? Like, let me know. No, no, yeah. Yep, yeah, they got to take it from us. That's, okay. that's the bottom line. Now, from a Dolphins fan, from a Dolphins perspective, what does a win on Sunday mean? I'll let Alex handle that because he he got came late to the party. Yeah, man. Well, first and foremost, man, I appreciate you guys having me on for sure, man. It's all love at the end of the day. You know, we're just trying to root for our teams. But to be honest with you, man, to me, what a win means on Sunday is just that we're actually here. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Dolphins are here and they're for real. Because last year we started off 3-0-2, right? And we all know what happened, yes. you know, uh, season got derailed. But I think it's really important uh, that this is a statement game for us. You know, I I thought, I don't know if y'all talked about it, after dropping 70 points, everybody would be talking. But we're still not getting, you know, that respect on the national media. And that's cool, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you got to do it versus the best teams, right? And um, I think doing it against the number two defense in the league, uh, which is the Bills, is going to say a lot. You know, it's going to say a lot. And um, it's really going to show us, all right, we're for real, you know? It's not just going to be, you know, beating lower class teams. I even said it um, last Wednesday before the before the Broncos game. I said I said to these boys, if we are who we think we are, what what do good great teams do to bad teams? You blow them out. Now I'm not going to say I called seventy. Uh, to be honest with you, I said it was going to be like thirty to seven. But you know, but we blew them out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that this game is going to be a blow at all. I mean, honestly, I don't know if you guys have no score predictions. I'm probably at like 24, uh, uh, 28, 24 Dolphins, obviously. Um, it's going to be close, but I think to wrap up the question is, 
this is where it's going to show, like, we're here, you know, and we for real, you know, because at the end of the day, it's a long season. So, you know, we can celebrate now, but it's a long season. You know, we've been here before at 3-0, so it's time to put a stamp on it. And for me, Whittle, I, I say the same thing. As much as I'm a Dolphin fan, diehard, and I want to win this game with everything in me, I see this as I don't care what we do in September and October. We're going to win enough games to be there in the end. I'm more concerned about what do we do in December and January. If we win this game, it's good to talk shit on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, right? But for me, I'm not really caring until September or December. Is Tua going to be healthy in December? You know, is Armstead going to be available in December? What do we do when we have to travel in December? And now, fortunately, this, the the schedule sets up nicely for us. Where four of our last five games are at home. Yes, in case sir. you're wondering uh, how it's going to yes, set sir. up when we're vying for home yes, sir. Uh, home field advantage. We got five out of four out of the five games are at home. But really, that's where I'm at. I expect us to go in there and win, but I ain't gonna be ducking and hiding because. We lost in a game in September. You know, a lot of that ducking and hiding go on. We couldn't find a lot of that Bills Mafia, Bills Mafia last year after that heat game. After that heat game, they went missing for a little while. Oh, no. what, I think what, I think what, Whittle what, is still no making. No, you showed up. You showed up. I was going to front line. Now you showed up. You showed up. You showed up. You good? We showed up. We showed up. I stood on the front line. You know, it wasn't me. But I distinctly remember after that, after the snow started to fall in, in Buffalo, yeah. so did my opportunity. So, so, so did the chance, the chances of me finding a Dolphins fan after that game. They fell as well. I, I, I found. I, I, found, I, found these, I showed up. I found you these gentlemen. Out. We showed up. <laughs> yeah, I found, I found these gentlemen here. I found these gentlemen here, but that's about it. It wasn't no more Dolphins fans other than these four right here on the stage. That's it. The rest well, of me, them, Riddle. they disappeared. <laughs> Poof. Hey, there's a copper fill on me. But no, for real, for real. We're going to be here, win, lose, or draw. But um, just to answer your question, for me, I know uh, I, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. When the last time we beat Buffalo in Buffalo? 2016. 2016, we went to the playoffs. So, 2016, uh, yep. Hey, listen, we got we to gotta knock down every barrier one step at a time. I'm not real about December till we get past y'all this Sunday. Be honest yeah. with you, we got to go up there and get that victory. I heard a lot of people saying this is the most important win for for, for Buffalo because they don't want to go down two in a division. Be honest with me, I think it's more of a big win for us. You know why? Because we gotta we gotta get that monkey off our back. We haven't beat y'all up there. We gotta we gotta stamp that we belong with the upper echelon of the teams. And what they do, they go win the big games on the road, divisional rivalry on the road. You know what I mean? Some place that you haven't won in the last what seven years. So. We got it. It got to be big for us. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. real about making the playoffs until I go up there, Buffalo, because we might have to go back up there. Never know. You know what I mean? So we can't prove yeah. that we can win big time games on the road. Then I, we we can't say we here yet. We haven't arrived yet until we do that. So so that it, yeah, it means, it's a very important it, game for me. It doesn't decide the division, but if if the Bills lose, we're two games behind you with two division exactly. losses. Like exactly. that, it doesn't mean the division's over, but. Well, I'll tell you what. And you guys got who you guys have after this? Do you have the Giants at home in Carolina home? Yeah, mm-hmm. Giants, Carolina, and then yeah. um, we go on the road to um to see the Philadelphia Eagles. 
I mean, that's, that's two, that's let's just say you could realistically be six and zero, oh, yeah, six with so, a minimum so, two game lead on the Bills, so and see, with and if you sweep the Jets, even if we beat you the last game of the season, and if everything else holds serve, you have a better division record than us. I, I think this game is a little bit bigger for Buffalo when, in terms of winning the division and getting a higher seed to have some home games in the playoffs. That yeah, that, I I, that, I I understand your pressure on it, but I I think. Miami could afford a loss here when it comes to home, you know, the division, things like that, because you still got that game at the end of the season in your back pocket. But you know what? We can't we can't afford no losses in the playoffs. And this this is gonna be a playoff atmosphere. So we need Correct. to go and perform. True. So, so the, the, the fact that you see how, how serious this, this game is to y'all, and we go up there and get that victory, taking y'all best shot, we we arrive. I'm yeah. sorry to tell you. If we don't do that, then we still have a whole lot to prove. Y'all still the big dogs. Y'all still big brothers up there. And, and, and until we go up there and prove that we could go into y'all house and come out with a victory, they y'all going to still be the big dogs. So we're going to have to take that from y'all. I'm sorry. We got to go up there and take that. So, Whittle, let me ask you this question, Whittle. No troll. The no Dolphins – no troll. The Dolphins – and I'm going to ask this in reverse. The Dolphins win if what happens? That was actually the next thing I was going to go to, which is the keys to win. Uh, the Dolphins win this game if their O line holds up against his pass rush. It's, it's that simple, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> they win. They win if the. That's not all though, because that's not that's not that's not enough. That's not enough because even if your O line holds up, McDermott and his defense can give you looks that make you think you, you got something when you don't. Um, I think the other thing is that 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 defense, that Miami defense, has to get timely stops. I'm not saying it's got to be great. I'm not saying it's got to stop Buffalo or you know pr- produce a you know a, a a ten a ten a ten point performance. But you got to get stops. Like you, you're gonna have to get stops when it when it when it counts um, late in the game. You know, on big drives, y'all know what Josh does in big games, and this is a big game. Um, so yeah, the, that that's how the Dolphins win this game. Now I'm gonna have to come back at y'all and say the Buffalo Bills win this game if what happens? The O line, you said it right. If if we can't control your D line, if they uh are able to uh disrupt what we do um then it's gonna be a long long day for us now tour in our offense and i think that, that that you make a great point of teams that 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 are able to slow down our offense or teams that are able to read and react very quickly right because we want to get the ball out of our hands in 2.9 seconds so if we're able to do that then that gives us an excellent chance of winning the game when because tour processes very well. So if you guys are able to, you know, throw off his processing time and, you know, disguise stuff and he thinks it's one thing. And so now he has to pull it back down because he thought it was this and it wasn't that. And we know that one of the things with Tua, he makes a lot of what people would consider blind throws. Like the man ain't even coming to screen yet and he's throwing the ball. So if you guys are able to disrupt some of that, 
you guys got a chance. I ain't going to say y'all going to win at all. I'm just saying y'all got a chance if y'all able to do that. What do you think, Tony? I want to highlight this comment real quick. Uh, Beyond puts up here, he says, the key to Buffalo winning, the key, to Buff the key for Buffalo will be to try to disrupt two as much as possible. Not an easy task at all, but it is a must to get them out of rhythm. Right. And also the Dolphins running game and also keep the Dolphins running game to a reasonable level. I have to agree and disagree with, I have to agree with the first point and disagree with the second point. The first point is I, the first point I agree. The bills have to figure out a way to, uh, the, the bills have to get out the way and have to figure out a way to, um, to, to disrupt the timing. And it's more than just, you know, pressing and, and chucking receivers at the, at the line of scrimmage. It's more than that. It's about it's about taking away that first read that Tua has and that makes him hold the ball to get to his second read. We have very, very tall defensive linemen. Jordan Phillips is six foot six. Uh Rousseau is six seven. A AJ Epinesta is six six. Leonard That's what we're doing. We talking about height for real. He had a go. Look at that. Look at that. Whittle, you ready the Matrix? You back, Whittle? No, nah, I'm back, man. What happened? It's cool. It's it's cool. cool. I don't know. You were talking about sizes, and the YouTube guy yeah. said, nope. As soon as you start talking about height, they cut you off. They you, said <laughs> you said something. You said something by 10. Yeah. What y'all got going on, man? Y'all, See, there's too many of y'all up here. That's, hey. that's, that's hey, the universe. Know, that's the universe. I'm trying to shut this down. No, but, but seriously, like, that's the thing. Tua likes to throw through windows. We got to take those windows away, make them throw over the top. That the will increase is, our, that's how increase do you stop our opportunity. To, how do you, to, but how do you stop it reason. when he throws it with the windows not even open yet? No, nah, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we got to get our hands up. That that's we got to make him throw it over the top. Take that first read away, make him go to the second read. Get those hands up. Take those windows away. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not sitting here. I, I'm not trying to say that it's easy. This is all difficult. All these things are difficult. But I watched New England do a lot of it, and they did a very good job of it. Now, you guys did move the football up and down the field. You did, but um, when it came down to it, they did have some good stops. They did. They did play well. They did. They did play you guys to a seven-point deficit. Um, I think running the football is not as important for me or for the Buffalo Bills defensively as stopping that passing game because there's going to be some situations where somebody's going to get a holding penalty. Somebody's going to get a false start. Somebody's going to get something. And if you're looking at second and 15 or third and 15 or third and 11, we ain't running the football. We good with that, though. We good. Throwing the ball on third and eleven, we ain't got well, no problem. Yeah, yeah. My point is, if we let them, if we let you, if you guys run the football, that timing, that all of those different things that that go into your passing game, that timing, being on schedule. If y'all are not doing that early and often and getting into that rhythm, there's an opportunity that that rhythm might be messed up later in the game, and we just need we just need a mistake. And, I, and we got to hope for that. You know, we got a great defense, and we got to expect our defense to pull something out, man. But um, – Well, I, I would say, Widow, I agree with him because 
what we want to do is be balanced. Everybody talks about yeah, throwing the, the ball, key. but what we want to be is able to run the ball because it does just open up every everything else. And that really is, in my mind, Tony spoke about this earlier in, in, the, in the first segment of the maturation of Mike McDaniels really sticking with the run, calling those run plays, getting back to that Shanahan tree of creating running lanes, different ways of running the ball, which has really propelled our offense, him getting back to the roots. You think about A-Chain and Easy Ezukama playing that kind of Debo role of what they do with him getting the ball and running, you know, these exotic running schemes to get people in space. And if we can get that running game going, y'all don't have a chance. Y'all got a chance if y'all shut the run down and we have to slow, you know, simply rely on the pass. Y'all ain't got a chance if we're able to run the ball. Hey, uh, Doc, I just want to let you know, the game y'all the game y'all lost last year in our building, y'all ran for over 180 yards. I think, actually, I think y'all ran for like 200. Say that again. Yeah, most of had like 156 or 150. Yeah. He, he had a really long run in that game. Didn't he have a like, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ran the ball real well in that yeah. second game we played, y'all. Y'all lost last year? You said last yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. Saturday night game. Okay, I, I, I just want to make sure you heard yourself say yeah. last year. Yeah. That's fine. That, that's fine. Uh, you, 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 know how, you know how healthy my defense is right now, Doc? Ooh. Y'all got a healthy defense, and we got a totally different defense. We got rid of a bum in Boya and got us a real defensive coordinator, and I know Tony will tell you about that. I'm going to tell you something. It, the, the, the way y'all going to win this game, if y'all, the only way y'all can, if y'all bring that running game with y'all. Because we already know, let's be honest, we know what Josh Allen going to do. He's been doing it for years since we've been playing him. But if we got to deal with him and that rushing attack, that's going to put too much pressure on that defense. That's what you know I'm what looking mean? at. So I think uh, the, the maturation of um, James Cook, it, it, it creates a problem, presents a problem for our, our defense, which I think we should focus on stopping that run and not letting them be able to run the ball as well as throw the ball because then you have too many things that you have to defend. You get what I'm saying? We already know what Josh Allen is going to do. So it, it's one of them things. Let him do him. Don't let the, everybody else beat you. You get what I'm saying? Because right. if, 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 not, if, if not, it's a long day. So my, my, my main focus would be on stopping that run and let's, like you say, let's force them in, in third and longs and stuff. And hopefully Josh Allen get impatient and not wait for the check downs and try to force them downfield or try to become that hero. You know, you become hero, you know what I'm saying? Force them into a mistake or something like that, a turnover somehow, some way. But you do not want to have to go in the defense and, and, and them be able to run the ball at will. That's that's not a good recipe for um, success for us. Okay. All right. So, There you go again. Side. Uh-oh. Bro, I, what is going on? Hey, man. It's, it's like the spaces. We got the yeah. Matrix following. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> they, they don't want us to be great, man. They don't want us to be great. They ain't got um, no choice. They ain't got no choice with them. That's it, bro. That's it. Hey, look. Um, what? Now, give me give me a player on each team that worries you. Are you one of your guys that you going into this game and saying, like, Ooh, I, I'm worried about this dude and his matchup. 
And then on your side, say like, yo, listen, I, I'm worried about, you know, I'm worried about this guy. I'm worried about this guy on the bills. You know, let me know. Like, what, what worries I'll, you? Know? I'll go first. Matt Milano, man. That guy is a freaking beast, man. And we got to make sure that we know where he is and we protect him. He done hurt to a last year. And we go, hey, man, I'm going to catch a case he hurt to a this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, got you. on the field, Doc. <laughs> Yo, he don't have the ball. He good. He, he took Tai Chi or something, right? Tai Chi, Taekwondo. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, but that guy, man, when you talk about, you know, some people try to say he's dirty, and, you know, to me, he's just a hard-nosed football who played balls to the wall every play. And Every team people, will like Matt Milano. Yeah, man. that's Everything. what I'm saying. Everybody hate him because they ain't on his team. You know what I mean? So we got to we gotta find that guy, and we got to make sure we know where, we, where he's at, and we got to control him. And I really, I think that it's – he he's so disruptive and he makes such big time plays and he gets the crowd, gets the team, cranks the offense up. In my mind, he's the heartbeat of your team besides uh, Josh. Exactly. So yeah, I, we got to control him. Talk, now that you said that you're talking about the linebackers, um, I think I think uh, it's very important to say. I know y'all lost uh, what was supposedly the heart and soul of that defense, which was Termaine Edmonds. But I don't know if I don't know I don't know if a lot of people know this name. But uh, there's a dude by the name of Terrell Bernard, Bernard, which I've been looking at, man, and there hasn't been a drop off. It tells you a lot that Bobby Babbage's group, the linebackers coach, uh, he's got a lot to work with because honestly, I honestly thought, looking from afar, that Tyrell Dodson was going to take that job, and it just tells you a lot, you know, that this dude stepped up. I think he already has like two and a half sacks. Um, so I think besides Matt Milano, I think that linebacking core is gonna is gonna be a big deal just in general. Everybody knows what that D line can do. I mean, you got you got group, you know, you got um um Daquan Jones, you know. I think it's gonna be more the interior pressure where it's gonna be these linebackers that are coming in on on uh, free blitzes, or um it's definitely gonna end up being uh somebody like uh Terrell Bernard, you know, playing at the level he's playing. A lot of people don't know about it, so it's time that, you know, Miami kind of exposes that with the kind of backs that we have. You you know, you know, you, you know ball. You know ball. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know a little ball it's, over there. That's what's up, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. For me, it's Phillips, Jones, and Oliver. That interior D-line, if they could stop and hold, like, we look so much better with a running game. Yeah, let's just let's be real. And if those three could hold down the middle of that 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 D line, then that's what I'm worried about. I'm I'm be honest with you. You know what I mean? Because if if y'all have to deal with like the same way on the other side, if y'all have to deal with us running the ball and getting second and third and shorts, then that's gonna make it a long night for you guys. You get what I'm saying? Just so those are the three that much. I'm worried about. If they could disrupt this line or disrupt tour, the, the the best way to get to the uh, the quarterback off his off his square. Pressure up the, up the middle. You know what it I mean? Makes a great point. It only makes a great point because in reality, if you really look at it on either side, <clears throat> either side, in my opinion, wins this game if that interior D-line is playing. I know it's boring. A lot of people don't really watch the trenches, but that's really where the games are won. If you look at Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins, for our side, the minute they get in pressure, for some reason they play the best against Josh Allen, right? When they get in pressure, man, they make it hell. We already know what happened last year when we almost came back. I'm not one to talk about last year's games, but – you know, doing it, it was Zach Sealer, you know, that came through, you know, um, with the fumble. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what the interior line for Buffalo could do as well. I think that's where it's going to be one to be real with you. 
Yeah, my, my biggest thing is I'm worried about this, the Josh Allen factor in Stephon Diggs. I don't want them to take over the game. You know what I'm saying? We know how it is in Buffalo. Once y'all start pulling it on, y'all keep it going. So I just need to make sure we keep them in check, keep Josh Allen inside the pocket, don't let him run outside the pocket, put the pressure coming up from the, you know, basically from the middle. Um, I want to make sure we contain, you know, Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs. He's going to he's gonna make catches. Just contain him. Don't let him beat you over the top. Don't let him get all these crazy 33, 35-yard catches out of the blue. Just, you know, keep him in check. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's my biggest thing. I Just stop your offense. We stop your offense, we're, we're going to win. That's that's the way I see it. All right, beyond. Yes. Yep. Biggest thing that I'm worried about on the Miami yeah. side? Yep. Uh, you know, I kind of hinted at it a little bit, but I'd say just, you know, big chunk plays. I mean, Miami's so explosive. I mean, we, we went over the running game and how many 20-plus runs they have and 40-plus plays, right? I mean, we know Tyreek Hill's going to eat. We, we, we know Jalen Waddle's going to get yeah, – we know they're going to get yards, right? We know Tua's probably going to get 250, 280. I, again, I'm just saying if we're going to win, right, Whittle? So the biggest thing to me is just to try to keep them away from those big chunk plays. And the biggest thing I'm also worried about on our side is our tackling, right? Tackling's been a little bit of a problem for us over the last year at times, Whittle. So we have to be on point, especially this game, with the kind of speed Miami presents – and so it's imperative that the Bills have an excellent game in, in terms of tackling. Right. All right. So my my biggest worry is on my side of the of the of the uh, of the of the of the field. Um, yo, I gotta say, I gotta say, Tre'Davious White. Like Trey White had a great interception the uh, the other day. I don't know the um, last game. I don't know if y'all watched it, but. Uh, he had outside. He had outside. He was he was positioned outside of um, Curtis Samuel on a uh, deep wheel slash like hitch route. Like he, it was a wheel. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like a wheel, and then he turned it into a deep hitch. And when he turned to come back for the ball, you know, Sam Howell had already let it go um, on the break. The ball was almost there, and somehow Trey White from outside. From out from outside position, came around and leapt in front of the uh, of the receiver of Curtis Samuel, made the interception, no contact, no flag in the end zone. It was an amazing. I've not seen Trey White make a play like that in like three years. So when I see something like that, I want to believe. Is he back, Widow? Is he back? I want to believe he's back, but I gotta be honest and say. When you come back from a knee injury, you're going to have flashes, and they're not always consistent. So I don't know. Like, I I tore my ACL. I tore both my Achilles playing basketball. So I might go to the gym. You know what I mean? Well, not me now. not, not, Not me at my age, but, you know, 10 years younger me might go to the gym, you know, 10 months after the injury. And that night I might be yeah. on. I might give I might give you the I might give you that work. And then the next day, I'm a liability <laughs> up and down the floor. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know how consistent he's gonna be. I feel like so far this year, he has played well. But against the, the commanders, his coverage was excellent. It, it was excellent. And I thought his coverage in the Jets game was excellent as well. 
But um, just the plays that he, he he's starting to make, man. Like, how he might be back, bro. I don't know if he's back. I'm not saying I'm not claiming it yet, but he might be back. Now on your side, there are two players on each side of the football that I'm worried the most about. Number one is Javon Holland. Buffalo loves to attack the middle of the field. They want to attack the middle of the field. We know what we got on the outside with uh with with Gabe Davis. We know we can we know we can work Stefan Diggs wherever we want. We know that we can use Knox in a plethora of ways. But that kid Javon Holland, he he's a problem. And I, I worry about him making a play at a critical moment that disrupts what we're trying to do. Did he get um, two forced fumbles last week? I think he had two forced two, fumbles. Two, yes, sir. Two, sir. Two. Yeah, Thank so, God. you know, that's the guy, man. That's To me, that's the guy. Like, I was going to say Christian Wilkins, but I think our interior O-line has gotten a lot better. I'm, 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 ready, I'm ready for this matchup because I really want to – I really want to see how they hold up against your interior. Um, Seal is a dog, and, uh, you know, Christian Wilkins. I've loved Christian Wilkins since he was in college, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad y'all haven't paid him because I'm hoping that he ends up in Buffalo. <laughs> no, nah, that ain't going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I hope, man. Until y'all sign put in the contract, man, let me dream. Um, on the other side of the ball, the offensive side, I got to go with Raheem Mostert, bro. Okay. I, you know what okay. you get from Tyreek. You know what you're gonna get from 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 Waddle. Um, so I'm not like I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm not worried, but I already understand that we have to concede that there those guys are gonna make plays. The guy that I can't see, I like I don't want to see get That's off. facts. That is facts. Rocky Mosa, bro. I can't. We can't. I, I can't do that. That that I can't have. I can't have Tyreek and Waddle getting theirs and then Raheem Mostert tacking on another buck 20, you know, two touchdowns. I can't do that. Like that, that we can't do. So those are the, those are the, those are my two biggest concerns. For me, Whittle, it's not a player. It's always for me going to be the maturation of our coach, man. You know, Mm -hmm. in, in these big games, you know, they define coaching and, 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 you know, in hostile territory, you know, the, the I, I fully expect that you guys are going to give us everything you got. And I'm going to be looking to see when it get tough, can you still get those plays in on time? Can you make those game changing plays? Can you make decisions in crunch time? And I, I, I believe in like that. Yeah. One of the things that, I really like most about Fangio is, you know, you got this hot shot, young, you know, play genius. Everybody's calling a genius. But you you spoke of this earlier, Widow. He got an OG in his ear now. Boyer couldn't say to him, hey, bro, run the goddamn football. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Fangio got that kind of cachet. And so hopefully with Fangio, helping him make those decisions in critical moments. Because against you guys, even in the playoffs, he made some critical mistakes that, you know, I believe cost us the game down there in Buffalo where we could have won, but we didn't run the ball enough. We didn't, you know, and 
we took some chances we didn't have to take. So for me, it's going to be about Mac McDaniels if we win this football game. Big, that's big. Mo, you want to jump in that or you, or you move, 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 move. They, they touch base on everything? They touch base on everything, man. I'm good. What's up? All right, let's <laughs> go. Score predictions. Let's get it. We're going to start with Mo. We're going to go Alex, Tony, Dr. Brown, Beyond, and then I'll finish it off. Uh, 31 28 Miami. Okay, all right. Uh, Alex, what you got, brother? <laughs> It's going to be a close one. I think it's going to come down. It's going to come down to, uh, honestly, the end. I can actually see um, a little bit of what happened last year where it came down to the final moments in the first game. I think it's going to be 28-24. It's not going to be no kind of blowout. I don't know what people would ever even say that. It's a divisional game. It's an important game for both teams. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be 28-24. Miami, obviously. Yeah, last last season what it was 32-29. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all won by three. I think this this year I'm going 27-23 Miami. I don't know why people think gonna be a blowout. It's like a, it's a rivalry game on the road. It's Buffalo. Like they not finna go. They not finna lay down in their hometown. I don't know their home field. That's crazy to think. Well, I, I think it's 35-24. Miami scores a late win, a win by 11, two two touchdowns. Uh, you know, late. Uh, you know, Buffalo. You know, don't get the first, and we go in and score and seal a deal. So 35-24, me. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the numbers on this one for you betters out there. Teams that scored 60-plus the next week, 0-7 against the spread and 1-6 straight up since 1970. Damn. So I'm going to go with the Bills, 30-24, to excellent game, lives up to the hype. It just gives us a preview of what's to come later season for both of our teams. All right. Um, I'm going 31-23. Uh, I, think, I think this defense stands up at the end. I think that uh, – I think we end the game. I think we end, I think we end this game with the defense holding up twice, giving up a field mm. goal, and then – Miami getting the ball back, going down the field, and ultimately being stopped by this defense. Um, that's what I got. I got 31-23 Buffalo taking this, and I, I, I have a hot take. Uh, by the end of this game, the world will know who Christian Benford is. Okay? The world will know. If you know, you know, but if you don't know by the end of this game, you're gonna know who who Christian Benford is. We and we call we, more, we call him we call him day. we call him the soccer dad because he puts he puts like, he puts the kids in seatbelts. I, 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 I hope you guys have rockets on your back to catch a chain. Yeah, and, and that was gonna be my hot take. <laughs> Last week was people will say that's an anomaly. A chain will be figured out as the real deal after this Buffalo game. All right, all right. Now I appreciate you guys coming through. Oh, this man. is usually a one-hour situation, as you can see. We are well past that, but it's Dolphins week. We got the mob here. We got Doctor Brown in the building. Like, if you had to, if you miss, if you missed the last forty minutes of this, catch it tomorrow on your way to work. It's cool, whatever. Um. Right. 
listen, we got the mob, we got Dr. Brown. What do y'all want to plug? Y'all want to plug y'all Twitter, y'all want to plug y'all business, whatever y'all want to do, this floor is yours. I'll go first. Shout out to you, Widow and Beyond. Thank you guys, man. You know, you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to invite us on. And you could have picked anybody on Twitter, but you chose to uh, pick me. And for that, I'm humbled. And, and I had a ball, man. Great job by you guys. I appreciate yeah, well, it. Hey, be honest with you, I really appreciate that. This is way better than uh, being on them damn spaces. You know what I mean? That's the war zone. You got to act like our team going to blow each other out 31 to zip. And, uh, and I say we could give our honest opinion and our honest takes. Uh, so I really appreciate it. I'm only I don't really be, I'm not really big on social media. I only got the Twitter because so that's how I met these dudes on um space mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Y'all can follow me at Tony H on X. Yeah, widow man. Hey, uh just like you said the other day, man, I think you're carving out a nice niche for uh for what you're doing with the pod, man. And um, you know, right. you 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 and beyond. Um, I think it's cool not only you know. You have all these content creators that, you know, just talk about their team and you're never going to actually, you know, clash, but in a professional way, actually, you know, be able to have dialogue with the other team and be able to, you know, get everybody's opinion and just, you know, keep it ball, man, you know, not get crazy, you know, so I respect that a lot, man. For sure. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Now, where can they, where can they follow you at, uh, Alex? Oh, for sure, man. You already know our next. Fins up, Alex. You already know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big Mo. Man. I just want to say I appreciate you, bro, man. You know, I got to come through and show support for you. Um, look, man, I just love doing this. I love talking ball. I love just, you know, t talking about football with all our fans. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a Dolphin fan, Bills fan, Eagles fan. It doesn't matter. As long as you keep the ball, keep it per not, not personal, we're good. Um, I just want to salute to you guys. Thank you, Widow. Thank you, Beyond, for extending the invitation. Um, if anybody wants to follow me, it's at Mo Sauces. Um and I appreciate y'all, boys. Them sauces. Yep. <laughs> hey, I, I want to say, I just want to quickly say to all of you, Mo, Alex, Tony, and, of course, Dr. Brown, it's an honor. It, thanks for coming on, guys. It was it was really great. You know, and, and we, I learned some things about your team, too, and, and that's what I like about it as a fan, right? E even though we're rivals, but let's just celebrate one thing, guys. Miami Buffalo is back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. More than oh. ever. Yes, sir. And Dr. Brown knows this just as well as I do. Yes, sir. He lived through the 90s, so he understands. Yes, indeed. What that's yes, sir. So, yes, guys, follow indeed. me beyond 716. I got you follow back 100%. So, thank you all. Really appreciate it. Appreciate uh, you, fellas. And uh, check this out, man. We, we we getting ready to sign off, but let's you catch the pie. We, we, we're always here Wednesday, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Pacific Time is 6 to, six to 7. Uh, and, and, and if you're in the middle of the country, man, figure it out. Uh, this is where we are. <laughs> we're trying to go live, man. We're trying to keep it going. We're trying to educate the fan base on and, and, and bring some sort of, uh, you know, we want to put faces on all these other teams, not just helmets. And, uh, you know, increase good dialogue, increase smart fans, and increase great re uh, interaction. So that's the goal. That's the pod. We appreciate y'all for pulling up. Like and subscribe if you want more content. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. And listen, even if you hate the pod, tell somebody you don't like. Send them our way. You know, we'll bore them to death or whatever. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I appreciate y'all coming through. I'm sorry I had to get on my legal burner today. Uh, We're going to make sure we rectify that situation before next Wednesday where we got the Jags uh, up over in London. We're going to try to do something special for y'all. And, uh, 
get some get some folks on the ground to to put to pop in and 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 and, and hook us up with some content. But thank you guys again. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate the mom for coming through. Uh, Alex, Tony, Mo, you know y'all, my guys, man. Doctor Brown, you know, Matt. Much respect for you. Thank you for pulling up. I appreciate it. Uh, and beyond, as always, man. I'll see you soon, brother. Hey, you too. You too, brother. Easy, Thank fellas. you, guys. All right, man. Fans up. Fans up. up Go Bills and go Miami <laughs> Dolphins. We'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know song, yes, sir. I see you know the song with him. <laughs> I know the song, baby. I know sing the song, it. bro. Go ahead and sing it. What? Nah, uh, man. I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna sing it after we win. Hey, 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 you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Check me out before you sign off. Let's do this. We win. You gotta sing the Dolphins fight song. Oh. If we lose, I'll win the. Sh I'll sing the shout song. What do you think? On, on live, either on air, on air, or in a space. We can talk about it back channels. Oh my god! All right, we'll discuss. Let's yo, I'm go. Do it, man. I'm gonna do it. We, yo, we're locked in. It's locked in. It's locked in. Are we locking in? It's locked in. Let's go. Let's get it. All right, back. Let's go, baby. Sitting's up, baby. Let's go. Oh, well, we can do it in the litter box. Let's go. Whatever. It don't matter. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll come in there if we lose. We'll figure it out. All right. Once again, this is Coast to Coast. Great episode. You know, we got, we got, we had the friends. We had some friends in here. We appreciate them pulling up. And we appreciate all the viewers, man. Thank y'all for your love and support. Peace out, man. Peace out. Thank you, guys.